8.47. This week's quotes with Jim Bully, business and sports editor of the Korea Joang Daily. Good morning. Good morning. Shall we just go um, into the quote straight away? This is uh, part of it that I read before where Sandra Oh at the Golden Globes gave a message to her parents. But let's have a, an extended listen to kick things off. For Killing Eve, Sandra Oh. <laughs> and the Golden Globe goes to Sandra Oh! This is Sandra Oh's second nomination and second win. She's winning her Golden Globe for her role of Eve Pilastri in Killing Eve tonight. Oh, Daddy! <laughs> oh, my God! Um, I, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful um, to my family, um, my beloved Lev and Z and Claire and Ez and the boys. Thank you. And um, oh my God, my team, who are such incredible people. Thank you so much. But mostly, there are two people here tonight that I am so grateful that they're here with me. I'd like to t- to thank my mother and my father. Oma, Abba. 사랑해요. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, that was a touching moment. It was also seen as something of a victory for many Koreans, Korean-Americans, even Asian-Americans, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean, even further than that, just sort of diversity in general. Now, they mentioned at the start there in kind of the intro reel that it's her second Golden Globe, which is true, but it's her first Golden Globe for Best Leading Actress in a Television Drama, which is obviously a, a very sort of high-ranking uh, Golden Globe. And Sandra Oh is the first Asian woman to win that award in 40 years. And that's kind of the big headline news. It's interesting because crazy rich Asians which everyone seems to have been going crazy for, was nominated in two categories. It didn't actually, though, in the end, pick up uh, a prize. But the fact that it was nominated was seen as a a sign that diversity was was kind of gaining a foothold. And uh, if you go back, for example, to 2015 and Margaret Cho's appearance as a North Korean film journalist speaking in well, this rather awkward manner uh, seen by some as being even racist and, and, and things are very different now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been a huge year for diversity in Hollywood to some extent. Obviously, there's still a very, very long way to go. Um, you mentioned Crazy Rich Asians. Of course, we also had Black Panther in 2018. Also not as successful in the awards so far as sort of people expected. Both of those films, huge triumphs for diversity, but largely snubbed at the Golden Globes. Sandra Oh has been around for years, though, hasn't she? She's a household face, probably a household name as well. Yeah, and we ought to mention that she also hosted the Golden Globes yeah. and was the first Asian woman to do that ever. Which, which is great. Years ago, though, when, when she first came to light, I guess... Probably, did you hear her first in sort of Grey's Anatomy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, um, yeah. When I was probably becoming aware of that in another part of the world, I wasn't particularly aware of her Korean heritage. No, um, until I, fairly recently, I, I don't think I was. I mean, I didn't know... I mean, no, when you see her surname, oh, right. obviously, it, but when you, until you even know her name... Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. 
you don't necessarily think of of where she's from. Yeah, so she's Canadian Korean. And like you, I I don't think I'd heard Sandra Oh by name until within the last few years, right? Until then, I certainly recognized her, but I didn't know anything further about her. And then you actually hear her speaking Korean at the Golden Globes, picking up this award. Yeah. That, okay, for for the wider world, I don't know how much significance that it has. But if you know what she's saying and she's speaking in the Korean language, it's, it's it's a nice touch. Yeah, it's absolutely huge. Also, hearing her speak about diversity often in quite a challenging way even during like the opening monologue which normally at these american award ceremonies is like a light-hearted you know all singing all dancing little comic show but to hear her hitting those those sort of hard notes to like sort of huge applause was fantastic and also when it comes to this quote omar pasarangio i was really pleased to notice that in international coverage around the world you know in in uk papers and american papers they wrote that in hangul within the news stories, which I think is not something that, that you would have seen in, in English-speaking media until very recently as well. Korean has certainly become a lot cooler, hasn't it, yeah. in, in, in recent years? The thing is, um, I mean, for you and I, it's, it's dangerous in a way talking about diversity in anything other than a very reverent fashion. So, for example, if either of us was to say, well, you know, we've been recognizing Sandra Oh as a, as a, as a great actor in her own right and not thinking about where she's from for years many people say well that's just you and you're not recognizing the challenges that many asian americans and asian canadians have had to go through in their lives right i mean it's certainly true that this studio right now is an incredibly undiverse space so our perspective you know is perhaps wrong but i think even for people who don't have that first-hand experience of what that struggle is like, it takes 10 seconds sort of looking on Twitter, looking on social media, looking at, at how much this means to a lot of Asian people, a lot of Asian-American people um, to see just how important this is. Sandra Oh actually said, you know, I said yes to the fear of being on this stage tonight. A lot of people would would think, well, yeah, OK, you're going to feel scared standing on the stage co-hosting the Golden Globe. Sure. But there was this sense that for her, it's more than that fear. Yeah, this was a statement. You know, this was more than just this was more than just a, a scary gig in front of millions of people. This was also sort of putting herself out there and becoming kind of the representative. Right, exactly, it's a responsibility. Yeah. Um, there's another quote here from Chris Tashima, um, a member of the a- Academy Asians Action Committee, which is a group that uh, believes the recognition. Uh, it means something. Um, for example, for Crazy Rich Asians saying just to be nominated, to establish that sort of foothold, everything is proving that we've always said, give us a shot. We can be commercial. It doesn't have to be a white male lead all the time. Yeah, yeah. And male is a good point as well, because it's also whenever we talk about diversity issues, we're also talking about representation of women in in film. And that was another major theme um, at these Golden Globes. It's worth mentioning while we're talking about um, Asian American actors and actresses that Darren Chris, who won Best Actor in a Limited Series, his mum is from the Philippines, and he kind of dedicated that award to her as well. So there was a couple of award winners, although obviously there's still a long way to go. Do you know something? I, I'm going to say something now, which is quite disturbing. It just came into my memory. I remember a friend of mine who's actually British Indian, uh, for what it's worth, not not not. Um, necessarily important for the story but just if anyone's interested uh, and he said to me that and it's probably in the late 90s he said 
all Asian actors are really bad or something like that. Because often you'd have an Asian actor appearing in like a Hollywood movie and they'd be playing such a stereotypical role. And they'd be performing this in a very wooden fashion in, in many of the big movies. Yeah. And so he, you know, in his naivety, had been drawn the conclusion that it wasn't because sure. of the way they were being cast, but because of their acting ability. And you can kind of flip it round here in Korea. If you look at the way that a lot of foreign actors are cast in Korean dramas, they often come across that way as well. And it, it, it's obvious what the problem is, but it's sad that a lot of people are fed that and they don't necessarily think beyond it. Yeah, absolutely. I guess, you know, it's... it's an unfortunate sort of staple of of tv and movie that for for well i was gonna say hundreds of years but we haven't had the technology for hundreds of years but for a very very long time minority groups have been cast as the butt of jokes that's the way it's historically been in korea you know caucasian people or or other sort of people who aren't korean are cast in that way in western countries it's the other way around that's changing but slowly all over the world and and if you do see those jokes now, at least it's more tongue-in-cheek um, rather than... I mean, honestly, I think it wasn't in question so much. It, it shows how much progress has been made. Yeah. Still, obviously, more progress to be made. And I, I think we, we have to take the word of the people who are speaking, Absolutely. who are going through it, who have lived through it, like Sandra Oh. Thank you very much, Jim Bully. Thank Great you. Great to have you with us today. And that is our show for now. We'll be back on Monday at 7.05. Stay with us for Inside Korea coming up after your latest news headlines.